Happy Valentine's Day, all you nostalgic fathers of the bride. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. <laughs> I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. Well, you know, I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. I used to rush home after youth group to try to catch these. Sometimes <laughs> I would have a VHS tape set to uh, record it. And every once in a while I missed one and there was no going back in 1994 so yeah it's true it was a real high stakes high stakes situation yeah you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website radiomeanwhile.com share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on twitter at here we go pod and please rate subscribe and share the show wherever you get your podcasts today we're discussing season four episode 20 scared very straight and you know what kendra we have a bit of a milestone here we're hitting episode 100. Woo! We did it! Sort of depending it, just like on how you count it, because sometimes they count the pilot as two episodes. Oh, you know right. What I mean? yeah. So we'll just say... Well, IMDb said this was the 100th okay. episode. All right. So there you go. According it's, to IMDb. It's not much of a nostalgic 100th episode. No, no. It's just a regular episode that happens to be number 100. But here we are. Kendra, that means we've done... 100 90210 episodes together plus several several bad movies starring 90210 alums so yeah including most recently a valentine special i want to marry ryan Banks. so you can go visit that anywhere you get your podcasts all right well let's crack open the condor all right condor is committed to professional standards professional ethics the weak need not apply this episode originally aired on february 9th of 1994 we have a birthday at this time. James Eckhouse turned 39. Almost the big 4 Yeah, yeah. Only, Mr. Eckhouse. Only a few years older than Gabriel Carteris. <laughs> yep. And only, it's a, he's really close in age to Brandon, too. Isn't he only like, something like 13, 15 years, something like that between him yeah. and Jason Priestley. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> Too young to have a son. Agree. Um, a few deaths of note. Sorrel Book, who played Boss Hogg in oh. the Dukes of Hazard series, sure. passed away mm-hmm. uh, on February 11th. Also on February 11th, William Conrad passed away. Uh, he was in things like Jake and the Fat Man and the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. I know Bill Conrad mostly from the Sonny and Cher show or the Sonny and Cher mm. comedy hour where he was always in the Christmas episode for some reason. <laughs> okay. Two, two big fellas. They could have shared a wardrobe, those guys, Sorrel Book and uh, William Conrad. Um, elsewhere in... <laughs> no no comment. No Sorry. comment on that. <laughs> Sorry, I was moving on. No, it's okay. You're keeping was... us on track, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't even... I honestly didn't even hear what you said. I was just, lo- I was just looking at my next like, thing okay. I was going to say. All right. No, it's fine. Uh, okay. Elsewhere in the world... Yes. Uh, in... <laughs> Edvard Munch... Is it Munch? Sure. Munch's famous painting, The Scream, was stolen from our Norwegian art museum. It was recovered in a daring undercover operation by British detectives. Really? Charles, Charles Hill was one of those detectives who posed as an art dealer to trick the thieves into returning the painting. Wow. How is there no movie? I was just going to say, this? there must be a movie about that. There must be. Sounds very exciting. I know. So since this is a Valentine's Day episode, we wanted to mention some rom-coms that came out in 1994. Uh, Only You with Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And it's fun because they have some scenes together in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. It Could Happen to You with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. Have you seen that one? That's the one where 
Nicolas Cage plays a cop who doesn't have money to tip the waitress, but he has a, uh, a lottery ticket. And he's like, I can't tip you, but if I win, I'll split it with you 50-50. And he wins, and that's the plot of the movie. That's, that's not yeah. a promise yeah. you want to make. His wife is not thrilled with the wager, so... <laughs> IQ with Meg Ryan, Tim Robbins, and Walter Matthau. What a weird Matthau is. It is uh, so Einstein, right? Walter it's Matthau. a weird plot. What a strange concept. So weird. We randomly watched this. I think we were we were at. Well, I know we were with my husband's family for like Christmas or something. And you and watched they, IQ? She just like put it on and we were in the room. So all of a sudden we were watching it, That's and so I was bizarre. like, wait. So Meg Ryan is Einstein's granddaughter. Something like that. And Einstein and his his smart friends are helping Tim Robbins to convince Meg Ryan that he is smart. Yeah, that he's like a super genius. Yeah, I bizarre. I feel like, and I don't know why, because I would have been 11, but I feel like I saw this in theaters. Huh. I don't know, it's a different time. It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of cute. And Tim Robbins is like cute in it. Everybody's good in it. It's just such a bizarre concept. You know, what's yeah. the elevator pitch for that movie? Why do you make it? <laughs> well, it, it worked, whatever yeah. it was. So yeah. also a classic Four Weddings and a Funeral with oh. Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell. Yes. I know. I have not seen the Mindy Kaling Four Weddings and a oh, Funeral that's show. That's what I have seen. Okay. Loved it. Really? Okay. Well, maybe Loved I'll check it. it out. I was so sad that there was no more. Yeah. Hopefully there will be more. Yeah, that's how they get you. Um, But I loved it. I've never seen the movie. All right, that's all I have for the Condor. Okay. Let's go beyond the zip code. All right. Well, looking a little bit ahead without giving anything away, let's talk about Lindsay Price. Lindsay Price became the first Asian American series regular on Beverly Hills 90210 when she joined the cast in season eight. Kendra, don't try to get any details out of me because you're not. I would never. Kendra, please. I would never. Respect. I'll just go to Hulu and like scroll through Kendra and... <laughs> do you remember what happened when you looked I at do. Hulu when we yeah. were leading up to Scott yeah when we were couple, when we were leading a couple up times to Andrea's baby bump you have to learn yeah, anyway know. Lindsay Price uh when this episode aired in 94 she had just wrapped her 176 episode run on the daytime soap All My Children playing the character of Ang Lee Chen Bodine and was moving on to another long-running role playing Michael Lay for 114 episodes on The Bold and the Beautiful she's also in Lipstick Jungle which I liked quite a lot but I think I first was introduced to her on 90210 so we'll meet her down the road all right well let's look at the synopsis for scared very Very. straight emphasis on the very 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 donna tries to give david another chance but he ends up bringing his his coked up (laughs) friend happy jack along on their valentine's date ending in them getting kicked out things for david get worse when there is a drug bust at the dorm and he is stuck literally holding the bag Meanwhile, Andrea and Jesse set their sights on a Valentine's wedding, but Andrea's parents refused to go, making Brandon the father of the bride. A play which you have directed. I've directed, and as a teenager, I was in. I oh, played Ben Banks in 50, count them, 50 performances of Father of the Bride. 50? Was 50. it like a... It where, was a, where were you doing it? It was a dinner theater thing. It was one of the oh. lesser runs. The musicals, we'd go for like 100. But yeah, rehearse for 10 days, do the show How for three months. How did you have the time? I got college credit for it. Oh, So it was okay. a pretty sweet gig and all the turkey I wanted. So it was a <laughs> pretty... Well, hey, say no more. Shout out to my friends at Cornwell's Turkeyville Dinner Theater. <laughs> all right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? 
This episode was directed by Chip Chalmers. That's kind of a peppy name, isn't it? That Chip is. Chip Chalmers. Yeah. I'm I like Chip it. Chalmers. It sounds like a comic book name. <laughs> it does. It sure does. Written by Gary Rosen. We have several returning players, including, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but I'm going to tell you anyway, so hopefully you've seen the episode. <gasps> David Gale returns as Stuart Carson. Appar- oh my goodness. Apparently, we will get there, but Stuart I was shocked. Still exists in the 90210 universe. Yeah, it was a. Shocked. I knew, I remembered that he came back, but I didn't realize that it was as, like, not organic as it was. I thought it was kind of. Uh, anyway, Stuart's back. We have Mark Damon Espinosa as Jesse, Joe Itetta as Nat, uh, Wesley Allen Gullick as Willie. And this time, Willie does get some dialogue. He gets some dialogue, he yes. He talks a little bit. Dinah Myers, Lucinda Nicholson. Bo Jesse Christopher as Andy. Matthew Lawrence as Mel Silver. Todd Bryant as Artie Devers. Marga Chavez as Teresa Vasquez. And also making their final appearance, we have Don Calfa uh, as Mr. Pitt. The last time we'll see good old Mr. Pitt. And this time, he's not playing Howard Stern, just in case there's any confusion. Yeah. He's not. Good. Good. We have a new recurring player and a new Grandma Rose. Both are new played Grandma. by Bess Meisler. She's taking over the role of Grandma Rose. We only saw Grandma Rose once, believe it or not, as played by oh, Lady Was it only Kanan. once? Just once. That one episode? Yes. She she left an impact, didn't she? Yeah. Here's a fun thing about this actress. So this she plays Grandma Rose. We will see her three times. So we got her, we got her two more times. Coincidentally, she starred alongside original Grandma Rose Lady Kazan in both My Big Fat Greek Wedding and the sequel... My Big Fat Greek Wedding too. I knew that Lainey Kazan was in yeah. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yep. But that's, yeah, that's fun. Yep. We have Bruce Solomon making his one and only appearance as Kenny Zuckerman. Uh, I want to say this is the last of the gang's, like, parents, like, any parent. Because we've never met an Andrea parent before. Yeah, no. We've so, talked about them. At this point, we haven't seen or met Steve's dad or David's mom. Is that it? We've met everybody else. Steve's dad, David's mom. We haven't seen him, but we but we've yes. at least seen everyone else. Yes. So, anyway, yep. Bruce Solomon, as I said, just just one appearance here. We also see Andrea's mom, but she's not given any lines, and so she's an extra, and she's not credited. I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh wow! So do with that what you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce Solomon also appeared in uh, shows like Simon and Simon, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and played a recurring role on Knott's Landing with none other than a young, fresh-faced Brian Austin Green. I'm sorry. Simon and Simon is one. Yes. Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman yes. is another. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Kendra. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Finally, we have Eric Wiley as Happy Jack Dornan. Now, most of his work is behind the scenes. He's He works, you know, on the production. Only has four acting credits, including this appearance on 90210. Another noteworthy acting credit on screen is an episode of Who's the Boss? All right, let's get into the episode. Let's party. We start at Dylan's. Uh, Donna and Kelly are doing their laundry in the sink because yeah. apparently Dylan does not have... A washer or a dryer. Very weird. That's a weird move. So weird. I guess he goes he's to like, the laundromat. That just he's doesn't... crazy rich, yeah. and he doesn't have that. Doesn't make any. Maybe sense he's to me. got a service. Maybe people just like come and take his clothes, and they just magically appear folded again. Maybe I I don't know, but it's very weird. Um, so he they're doing this in the bathroom. They're like washing their delicates in the sink, and yeah. then they've got like lines stretching across the bathroom to hang it up. Reminds me very um, much of the Goodbye Girl. Have you seen Neil Simon's The Goodbye Girl? No. 
there's a whole thing about Paula, as the character's name, hanging her stockings in the bathroom, and Elliot Garfield comes out and is like pulling them down. It's kind of an iconic moment. I wondered if they were referencing that. It felt a little bit like they were. Oh. Anyway. Well, uh, Dylan comes in and wants to take a shower, but uh, he can't because yeah. they're they're in there. He makes a comment about mm-hmm. like, how about the three of us jump in the shower yeah. and save some water? Yeah. Which I thought was weird. Yeah, especially after the open mouth kissing of Christmas yeah. only a few months ago between Dylan and Donna. So weird. Yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Donna yeah. takes a pass on that as she's yeah. wanted to do as we've seen. <laughs> yeah. Donna is like, again, just trying to get any excuse to, to go back yeah. to her apartment. To David. Jeez, Donna. She just wants everyone to get along. Yeah. She just wants everything to be okay. Yeah. She wants to move back. Um, she thinks David said he's fine, so he's fine. And Kelly's like, "Well, you're you're being a fool yeah. if you if you think that." Yes. And that they will move back when he stops taking drugs and starts taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Back at Kelly, Donna, David's, Mel is there because, as we learned, Kelly informed Mel of David's drug habit. Mel goes hard. Yeah. There's no good cop in this scenario. It's just bad cop, and it's Mel. Yep. He says if he doesn't shape up in a week. He's going to pull him out of school and put him in rehab. Yeah. Harsh. I like it. I like it. not playing around. Yep. He gives him the rent money, but he says, I'm making it out straight to your landlord. Yeah. Which is what Donna should have done. Uh, He asked how much the rent is and it's 620. And he's like, wow, you live in a high rent district. And I was like, completely insane. $620 to live on the beach. Even for the, even for the nineties. That's crazy. Unless that's crazy. unless he's saying that's just David's portion of it, which I would believe. No, I'd believe that too, but he needs all he, he spent needs all, all three. the money. Yeah, it he seems needs like all three. it seems like that is their rent. Which is yeah. nuts. And that's even even crazy. crazier, as we'll discover in a moment. <laughs> David agrees he's not gonna do drugs anymore. Yeah. Take takes the check. He's not gonna do drugs. At the Peach Pit, uh the girls are having a milkshake or whatever they're doing. They're eating something. Uh, (laughs) Andrea is getting married on Valentine's Day, and they're just going to do a city hall wedding. That feels sad. It does feel sad. Nothing wrong with it. It just feels like, I don't know. She's got all these friends around her, all all these friends who want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, Well, even sadder is that she has no blessing from her parents. They don't want anything to do with it. They're not going to come. Crazy. They're, They're out. Is it? Because, I mean, there's some dialogue sprinkled throughout here. Is it because Jesse is not Jewish? Does that play any part in it? They Well, Brenda asks her if it's because he, he is Latino. Latino. Yeah. And she says, no, it's... I, I don't remember I what guess, she says, but yeah. I think it, I think it is because Just the pregnancy, Jewish. just the early... Oh, yeah. You, you, okay, all right. I think that has something to do with it. Yeah, because they mentioned Jewish. something to Grandma Rose a little later about, listen, I know that you're not keen on me marrying someone outside of the faith yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so very sad yeah Uh, but they're telling grandma rose that night she's nervous about that Mm -hmm. then we go to the back of the peach pit brandon and willie are unstacking boxes that were stacked incorrectly so suzanne stacked the boxes in front of the vent oh gotcha suzanne are we trusting Suzanne. suzanne Just, just check in. Just take the temperature on that. I don't know. You're not sure. Okay. I really don't know anymore. Okay. All right. Um, so Brandon is still working. Yeah. A lot at the Peach Pit. And they hear some noise come out and Nat has returned. Up on his feet. 
yep, he's back. Dylan's right next to him, and he's like, couldn't have done it without you, my, my old new partner. partner. Yep. yep. <laughs> and the Charlie Brown music starts playing, and Brandon just <laughs> slowly yeah, Brandon's backs out just, of frame. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Nat notices him and calls him over, mm-hmm. and so then he and Brenda are standing together, and you can tell he's he's still a little salty about Not the cool. whole Not cool Dylan situation. No, which yeah. again is kind of weird because we had that whole like tumultuous thing with him last week, but it felt like we ended with them kind of coming to terms. But yeah, Brandon's right back at it. Bad attitude. Yeah, maybe we're building to something. Bad attitude. I don't know. Next scene is at Grandma Rose's house and they are having a good time and then they say they have something to tell her. Very different, very different style of Grandma Rose. Yes, and all I, around. I put that. She is a much more like caring grandma. Yeah, much caring more kind of that way. Yes, yeah. than the other one was. Yeah. She was playing uh Lainey Kazan was playing it more sequin aloof, sequin tops like, and like going out yeah. to bars kind of grandma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and more harsh, I think. Oh, definitely. Too. Definitely. Yeah. So they tell her they're getting married and she just guesses that yeah. she's pregnant. Yeah. They want her blessing. She brings up the Holocaust and what their family went through. Yeah. And she says people who ignore mistakes are doomed to repeat them. Mm-hmm. So Andrea thinks that she's kind of condemning yes. the relationship. But yeah. then she says that uh, they need to take their blessings where they can find them. Yeah. And she thinks they're great together. They're going to have the wedding shower at her house. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. I was happy Andrea had one family person Agreed. in her corner. Back at Kelly, Donna, David's. Uh, Donna's there at the apartment to pick up something. David comes in, says he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, Problem solved. She doesn't solved. need to be worried Mission about accomplished. Him. Yeah. Uh, she's there to pick up a dress for the Valentine's dance. And is the dance at the keg house or is it at a different fraternity? No, I think it's at the keg house. Okay. I think so. Um, And she invites David to come to the dance with her. Yeah. Which he agrees. Yeah, he's like, what about Kelly? You need permission from the warden? (laughs) (laughs) On Donna's way out, she runs into Mr. Pitts and he's like, I heard you were out of town. How was it? And she and uh, David kind of share a look and she's like, oh, it was great. Thank you for asking me. (laughs) The landlord is there to collect the rent, which David gives him, but then says, hey, it's the wrong amount. What should I do? And the landlord gives him how much cash? I didn't write it down. 150. Okay. So how much is their rent really? Like, what did you say it was? So like 620? 470? That can't be true. It's insane. That, that can't be true. That has to be a third of it. That has to be only David's third. <laughs> there's, there's just no way. No, <laughs> no way. No, because it's like a, it's a three bedroom place. It's on not the, like right on the on beach. the ocean. Yeah, no way, no way, <laughs> no way. I would say even even if that was a third, even for the nineties, twelve hundred bucks a month for that apartment on the ocean. I don't. I just don't think so. I don't think so. I don't buy it. I would say twelve hundred a piece. Yeah, a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be more like it. But anyway, so yeah, so the landlord gives him cash to uh, to cover the difference. Yeah, I wonder what he's gonna do with it. No wonder. Save it for a rainy day, probably. <laughs> Back at the Walsh house, we get this weird plot with Brenda. She's writing a letter yes. to Stuart. Yeah, 
And she says in there that she hasn't heard from him in four weeks. And that, I mean, I guess they've been in contact since the, because it's been way, way, way more than. they're together. They're together still. Because she's like, he hasn't called me. It's weird. No, it doesn't make a drop of sense. Because I think we've established very thoroughly that they are, in fact, not together. Yeah. And so it's, it is weird. It is weird. Well, apparently he's been in Texas or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's writing him this letter telling him off, basically, yeah. in her poetic Brenda fashion. Yeah. She's like reading it to Brandon, asking what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, and then they start talking about how he's feeling about the peach pit. And mm-hmm. he says he, he really feels like a guest there now. It doesn't yeah. feel like his home anymore. Um, and he says maybe he needs to find someplace spicier. Spicier to, to hang, hang out. out. Yeah, a spicy place. <laughs> Wonder what that place could be. I don't know. I bet it's Lucinda's. <laughs> <laughs> Only Which time it is. Tell. Oh, and that's it is. Where, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and that, uh, that's yeah. where the next scene is. Yeah. He goes to her new place. She's moved into a new apartment. And she says that friends usually call before mm-hmm. they come over. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, he, he didn't call. He just showed up. Real pushy here. Brandon kind of turns the tables on her. He gets real blurred lines. Let's just say that. He's, it's, yeah, he's it's like, kind of you a know role reversal. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a role reversal for yeah. them where she's like, I'm trying to be rational. Yeah. We shouldn't do this. Friend, anything more than friendship yeah. would be too much for Cut me right now. Cut back to him. He's only wearing tidy whities <laughs> <laughs> He's like getting closer. He's like, yeah. then tell me to leave. Yeah. Which, of course, she doesn't. No. I mean, in fairness, she had told him multiple times she wanted him to leave. But at that point, it works. Yeah. So great messaging. (laughs) So yeah. So uh, they get down to kissing. (laughs) Yes, they do. Yes, they do. (laughs) Next scene is in Lucinda's class. Uh, It's a different classroom than the last time. Yeah. Maybe they picked up some other students. I don't know. I liked liked it more. It was like this open Mm kind of like couches and fun. They're talking about the origins of valentine's day yeah, and all how this was weird i felt like virgins used to be beat and nowadays women are beat with flowers and yeah. chocolate and blah 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 so, i guess I, I thought that she was going for like valentine's day is just about like men's control of women but she goes she goes for like a it's really about how men are afraid of women's sexuality and i mm. i just thought that was kind of a bizarre take on mm. it but yeah. You do, you lose, Linda. Well, all this leads Donna to say to Kelly that she thinks Lucinda has a one-track mind and that she's the kind of girl who says all this stuff but then steals your boyfriend. Oh. Kind of thing. Yeah. Which I think is kind of harsh for it is Donna a to harsh. say. It's a little harsh, but yeah. She's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> okay, next scene is at the drug dorm as I've dubbed it. <laughs> David is bringing in a new guy, Happy Jack. Happy Jack, yeah. He's uh, he's taking him to get some drugs. He's telling him, "Hey, they're into needles, but you don't have to do it. Just right. say no if you yeah. don't want to do it." Yeah, which was a little, it was a bit of information because David says that he said no, and they were cool about it. So I guess David did not inject whatever into his. Tongue. Yeah, that was ambiguous. It was. Uh, well, so. it was kind of a cliffhanger in the last episode where he was like, "Come on, David," you know, and then it cuts to a different scene. But here, David says no. Yeah. He just said no to that drug. Every other drug he said yes to, but that drug. <laughs> that drug. Just say no. That's the line. Just say no. Yeah. So they, they head on your in. Foot. Here's your foot on drugs. 
next scene at the Walsh house, Jim comes in talking about he found a new tax cut loophole yeah. where you declare yourself a hostage and deduct the ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Accounting humor. Cindy is like, I'm so proud of you, Jim. And it was just weird the way she said it. Yeah. Like, did she know he was joking? Was she joking? I don't know. It was a weird delivery. It was weird the way it was weird the way she said it. Yeah. Brenda comes in with her letter. She's about to send it. We get this like exchange before she comes in between Cindy and Jim. Cindy's like, she's going to send this letter. We should probably tell her. Uh And Jim's like, no, no, no. She put us through so much. We're letting her send this letter. Yeah. So Brenda comes in and is talking about, oh, I hate him and I'm sending this letter and that'll stick it to him. And Cindy tries to tell her, but Jim kind of cuts her off. Yeah. After Brenda leaves, Cindy thinks that they're being mean. Yeah. Jim wants payback. Jim wants payback for the whole wedding in Las Vegas situation. Yeah. So. So we don't know what's going on. We don't. Yeah. At Jesse's, they are eating. So it's Jesse, Andrea, and Brandon. Yes. He's over for dinner. Yep. They're eating chicken with spicy chocolate, chocolate sauce. sauce. Yeah. That sounds really gross to me. Yeah. Brandon's like, boy, you really are pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I've never chicken heard of that. Was, I've never I heard haven't of that. either. I haven't either. I wonder. Maybe it works. Maybe. It's at looking at it doesn't look like it would be no delicious, i've had but... like i've had like spiced meats with cinnamon and stuff that's sort of mm. savory and i mean that that works okay i was intrigued how about that i was intrigued intrigued yeah. all right so andrea says that or jesse one of them says that brandon is the closest thing andrea has to a brother jesse yep and then andrea asks brandon to give her away at yeah. the wedding Aww. which i think is very sweet yeah. Were it yep. not for, you know, the fact that her real father wasn't going to be yeah. there. But. Boy, it's sort of full circle um, because season one, she gave herself to him. And now it's up yeah. to Brandon to give her away. So That is exactly what I thought. Is it? When, yes. Full I was circle. like, wow, we've come so far Here from her offering him yep. Yep. her virginity. On the great carousel of life, we've cycled <laughs> back around. So they want to have the reception at the Peach Pit. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of roundabout for me, but she wants Brandon to talk to Dylan about having the reception. Why wouldn't she just talk to Dylan? No, no, no. She says Nat. Talk to Nat. Does she? Yeah, because she says, she says, we well, wonder- why wouldn't she? Do- Same I thing. Don't know. Why wouldn't she just talk to Nat? She says she's wondering if Brandon will talk to Nat on their behalf. And Brandon's like, that's not really my thing anymore. You really should be talking to Dylan. And yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, just ask Nat directly. He'll be fine with it. But yeah yeah so then i don't know it leads to he's like fine i'll talk to dylan Mm -hmm. for you yeah so he's not going to talk to nat he's going to go talk to dylan well i think nat is kind of you know he's not really working at the peach bay like he's out of the hospital but he's still kind of out of commission so maybe that's why but yeah i was just saying it's a lot of it was it was odd yeah it was odd Kelly, Donna, David's Donna is all dressed up for the dance and David is not dressed, but luckily she brought him a shirt to wear. Yeah. You have to wear something. They have to wear something with a heart. Yeah. Yeah. So she got in this stupid shirt with a heart. It said, Um, I love see you. And you know, it's a big heart. Like I love New York, you know, in walks happy Jack. Hey, boom, 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 boom. He uh, wants a cigarette. He's looking at the sound system. He's apparently coming to the party. He's all in. Speaking of Happy Jack, Kendra, do you remember when we saw The Who together? 
I do. Okay. That's all. No follow-up. I just always think of the who. We, we didn't get to sit together for that one, right? No, we didn't. No, we were separate. You were like, you, we. I mean, we could turn around and we could see you. Yeah. You were like right there, but we were not No, because together. we were both at our computers and it was like, we couldn't get four together. So it was like, all right, try separately. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great concert. It was. I it remember was though, towards the end, I was just like, I need to sit. Yeah. I need to. No, I'm I like, agree. I'm drained. I'm getting drained. A lot of jams. It, a lot but of yeah, jams. It was, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wrote, uh, when did Bill and Ted come out? Because he is, Jack is very much channeling oh. a Bill and Ted vibe with the way he's, he is playing this, uh, this character. Out. Yeah. All I that could w- think of was Bill and Ted. That would have been out. This uh, The original came out in 89. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure well if it was established as, as the pop culture lexicon. Well, here, so I was maybe. feeling, I was feeling that vibe yeah. from, uh, yeah. from Happy Jack here. Okay, so at the dance, Steve walks in, and I was like, oh, right, Steve is in this show. show. Yeah, he is. Sure is. He's having a good time. He meets up with the gang. He calls Kelly a nasty little fun tard. That doesn't seem cool. I didn't understand it. No, I don't understand it either. What does that mean? I don't know. Weird thing. He wants to dance with her. He's like, come dance with me, and calls her that. That's a strange thing. All huh. right. All yeah. right. Well, Whatever. File that one away as do not yeah, use. It's like, maybe not use that future. one again. Let's just cut that. But uh, yeah, it's the first time I think we've seen the keg house since the whole, uh, the black balls with, Debacle. Uh, yes. you know, John yep. Sears. And Steve was hoping to get John Sears' room and he's going to, but guess what? Roomies. Yep. He's got the roomies. Yep. Brandon and Dylan are standing together and he mentions the reception to Dylan. Yes. And... Dylan's like, yeah, that should be fine. Nat should be okay with that, right? And he says, how should I know? You're his partner, and mm-hmm. walks away. Real snotty. Real yeah. snotty. Real snot. Jack, Happy Jack, meets the gang, who are not impressed with him. Uh, he's asking for a cigarette again, because mm-hmm. uh, he left his in the car. Oh. And they're like, no. And he's like, well, it's like my dad always said, if you don't use your head, you got to use your feet. And he like bounces back to the car to get for his drugs. Cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Kelly is like, oh sure, he's clean. I'm sure that that guy looks clean. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon like heads out, mm-hmm. like he's done with the party already. And Kelly and Donna kind of wonder to each other if he has a girlfriend. Well, he's kind of coy about it, right? Because oh, he's he gets the, some cookies. Got two little heart cookies, and they're like, "Where are you going with those cookies?" And he's like, "None of your business," you know. And yeah. Then he leaves, and then they're like, "Oh my, oh my." Yeah. yeah. So he goes to Lucinda's and feeds her some cookies. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "No one followed you here, right?" Because she doesn't want a scandal. Yeah. yeah. Now she's all let's be secret. Before she was like right here on this ping pong table in this public gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, She says that she might be doing a documentary. There's like this deal she's working on to do some documentaries. And if she did that, she wouldn't have to teach anymore. So it would be more acceptable for them to Mm -hmm. be dating at that point. Uh, She's like sitting on top of it. She's like straddling him at this point. Um, And then, you know, they get to the He unhinges like a Pez dispenser and uh, (laughs) kisses her right in the face. (laughs) Yeah. I exactly. was going to say mouth, but it's not the mouth. It's the entire face. That's how entire wide face. mouth is open. Yeah. Yep. Back at the party, Kelly wonders if she's been too rough on David because he's been great to Donna all night. So sweet. 
and uh yeah he seems to be doing fine weed is an angel but yes. right at that moment yes he brought his drugged out friend on the first time <laughs> they've hung out in months to a valentine's yeah. day party but he's been so sweet you know kendra lame oh, sweetheart well speaking of his uh drugged out friend he gets dragged out of the bathroom by some frat guys yeah. who caught him snorting Artie, we see Artie, and they him. are kicking him out snorting yeah yep classy and stuff David tries to stick up for him. He's like, you guys have been drinking all night. Like, that's not allowed. Why is this not okay? Mm-hmm. But they kick him out anyway. What's a little cocaine at a party? <laughs> Seems to be David's argument. Yeah, so they kick him out anyway. Mm-hmm. He wants to leave with Donna, but she's like, you've been lying to me this whole time. You're not done mm-hmm. with drugs, obviously. And he gets mad at her and leaves. Mm-hmm. Dylan follows David. Love this scene. And I loved it too. It was a great callback to a scene that we noted when it happened because there aren't many David Dylan no. scenes like that no. where Dylan, it was right after his dad died, had been very just like on the edge. That whole and episode da- was the one with Dark Dylan, you know, where yes. it was like Dylan and then he he had his like inner voice being like, none of these people care about you. Look how floppy my hair is. Kill yourself. And uh, yeah. Dylan's real low and David kind of pulls him aside and is like, hey, man, I know we're not friends, but I know what you feel like with Scott and everything. It kind of took the wind out of my sails and good moment. Good moment there. And Dylan Dylan comes back at him hard with that. And he's like, yeah, man, I just don't want to owe anything. I don't want to owe anybody anything. And I owe you this. So before you go off the rails, you call me. Yeah. Good scene. It's a strong scene. It is. Yeah, it is a good scene. Next scene, Grandma Rose's. They're having the wedding shower and I just wrote Andre eating good food. I think, okay. Oh no, Brenda, Brenda is trying something. Mm-hmm. She's trying some food she's never had before. And she thinks it's amazing. I don't even know what food it was. I didn't write it down. Donna is too angry to eat. And Kelly's like, well, it's good that you're finally angry mm-hmm. at this situation. Yeah. Like that's the right reaction. Mm-hmm. And then Andrea opens up some lingerie in front of Jesse's mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yep. Pretty awkward. Uh, Jesse is a little early to the party um, because they're still having like girl time or something. He was supposed to be there, but he came too early. Grandma Rose answers the door and she and Jesse have kind of this aside where he asks if she talked to Andrea's parents and Grandma Rose says, yeah, it, but it's a no go. And he's like, please try again. It's very important to her Mm -hmm. that her parents are Mm -hmm. there. Jesse seems like a great guy. He does. Real stable. At the keg house, Steve Steve is very hungover Mm -hmm. from from the night before. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) And he is like, I got to get out of here. It is it is rough. They they just drink all the time. He says they watch the Hartley house every night and drink every time his mom says Chucky. Yeah. What, that's so mean. That is, yeah. Not a good experience. I don't know why he wants to be a part of this. Yeah. And he's got three roommates. So yeah. he really needs a place to live. And uh, Brandon has come to get him because they were supposed to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's telling all this to Brandon. And on their way out, there's a guy laying like on the pool table, knocked <laughs> out. And he just like screams in the guy's face. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> He had to have told that actor that he was going to do that because he doesn't move. No, he doesn't flinch. Yeah, it had to be planned. 
back at the drug dorm, David comes to see Andy, <laughs> the drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's very jumpy. He's like, did you see anyone outside? Is there, you know, is there anyone in the parking lot? Yeah. He has learned that the whole dorm is about to be busted. Mm-hmm. So he's packing up his drugs into a backpack, which he gives to David and asks David to hide at his house. Mm. And uh, he's idea. like, I'm about to get busted and I'm about to owe people money for the these drugs I have it sold. So I really need your help. Yeah. <sighs> so again, as we called out last week, this is this is his own doing because yeah. they could not have been more blatant about being like, this is a drug den. So, you know. Yep. Yep. He was not flying under the radar no. at all. So. No, he was not. Yep. So Steve and Brandon walk up. And as you know, Andrea's dorm room is right around the corner yeah. <laughs> from Andy's. Um, so Steve and Brandon walk up to see Andrea. They're wondering if Steve can get her yeah, dorm her because dorm, right? she's going to be moving in with Jesse, obviously. And they're leaving a note for her on her board. And David runs past them. They try and say hi to him, but he does. He just ignores them. He just runs. And right after that, police come the other way around the corner. So close call. Close Very call close. there for David. Very close. So now we're outside. Brandon and Steve are outside the dorm. Andrea and Jesse also arrive and they're watching people getting arrested in the dorm and wondering what's going on. They think it's a drug bust. And then we see David watching behind a bush mm-hmm. and he's still got the backpack. Mm-hmm. What a dummy. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a dummy. So he he calls Dylan. We get uh, Kelly and uh, Dylan are in bed sleeping yeah. and he calls Dylan and Dylan's like, just stay there. Don't do anything. I'm, I'm on my way. A lot of skin in that bedroom scene. Yeah. Not as much skin as we're about to see. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there's some skin. Okay. So he goes to David's. David is smoking because yeah. he's so stressed out. <laughs> Menthols. Yeah. Dylan looks in the bag and he's like, this is, yeah, this like, is a this, lot. This is a drug kingdom that you have, right? <laughs> and he's, he says, we, we have to flush it. Like yeah. you can't take it out of this house. What if someone's watching the house? Right. And he tells David this whole story. Does he actually know? No, that this? was a little confusing. He's like, so your guy went to there, your guy got, you know, got arrested and his lawyer told him the best thing to do was turn on his friends and they put in a deal and he ratted you out. He says it as if it is fact, but I he think he says it like he knows, but I think it's, he's just sort of like, this is obviously what happened, but it is, it's a weird delivery. Yeah, so he he's like, they're coming. Mm-hmm. They're coming to get you. Yeah. We have to get rid of these. David finally is like, okay, flush it. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you're you going to flush it. Yeah. So they go in the bathroom and Dylan, <laughs> David holds the bags up as high as he can. Super high. Yeah. And, and dumps it all, dumps it all. In this the is one of those scenes, Kendra, that I... I have it like playing on a loop in my head from childhood. Like I remember this scene so well, all the different colored pills and stuff being poured in there. I don't know why, but that really stuck with me. Yeah. So they flush it all. They flush. I wondered, I was like, well, what are you going to do with the Ziploc bags? They flush, flush the em. Ziploc bags. Flush them. That's going to cause some problems. Bags. And they flush, they flush something else. Oh, the cigarettes. He flushes the cigarettes. Why not? And I was like, man, what if, what if the toilet backs up? I, You're going to be, a- you definitely going to have some problems. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the last thing he flushes is his last little oh. pack 
Yeah, for and old times. Literally, sake. literally, as soon as they're done, the police arrive. They show up. Yeah. They did they, they flush the backpack because that thing would be <laughs> juicy. With I drugs. was like, surely they'll find the backpack. Yeah, burn it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they they arrest or they put them in handcuffs. They say they're under arrest, and they're like, hand over the drugs. They don't say anything. Not they a just word. Kinda, they just sit there, yeah. and the police tear the house apart. Uh, and they apparently find nothing. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have anything stashed anywhere else. I guess not. Luckily. Yeah. So after they're gone, Kelly and Donna are there too. And David's like, if Dylan hadn't been here, I would be in jail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And he Probably says, prison with that much drugs on him. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and he says that he is really going to stop this time and he's really very sorry yeah well that would be a major scare i mean he almost got caught with enough drugs to buy the city of portland so would you say would you say he's been scared very straight i would say that he's been scared very straight (laughs) very very straight seriously um so yep the three of them say that they will be there for him yeah so that's nice yep and his drug habit's probably gone i hope so yeah I sure hope so. All right. At Lucinda's. I think, Nick, this is the first time we've seen on this show people this naked in bed together. Am I wrong about that? Because Lucinda's not wearing a top or anything. She's not wearing a bra. There was a there was an early scene with Dylan and Brenda that, that we had that same reaction on. We were like, whoa. Where Brenda wasn't wearing anything? I don't think so, no. Okay. Well, it struck me. I was like, I think because then like yeah. Brandon like rolls over on top of her. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. steamy. No, you're right. It definitely is. I think it's the steamiest we've been so far. I would agree. Even steamier than that Andrea Dan scene. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. I don't we'll, know. well in the hall of steaminess, we'll we'll put this one in there. The hall of steaminess. Yeah. This, the this, sauna, if this you will. Is... <laughs> the hot box. This... <laughs> whatever we call it this is in there uh yeah so listen and brandon in bed together it's midnight he asks her to be his valentine he's like would that be politically correct yeah um she asks him to sleep over which he says yes to and then uh he's talking about he has to give andrea away in the morning and lucinda's like good for andrea um and Brandon's like, oh, so you're in favor of yeah, marriage? Yeah, suddenly you care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he says that he has another favorite ritual. Yeah. And it is uh, the encore. The sex encore? You guessed it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Back for more. Yeah. All right. We go to the courthouse. They're getting married in this episode. Yeah. I thought there it's was going to be time, but it's no. It's a hundred episode, baby. We're right, into, we're right into it. Um, and it's funny because one of my least favorite tropes yes. is wedding episodes where everything goes wrong. Yeah. Which is basically every wedding episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dislike it. Mm-hmm. And Eric always makes fun of me because he's like, you would just have it like no comedy. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, it's stressful yeah. when everything goes wrong. Which I is, Ross take I me think, Rachel. I I can't think of a wedding episode where it's just like a nice wedding episode. Yeah. This is this is one of them. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, all her friends show up. 
Yeah. Her parents walk in at the last second. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good moment. And and the dad does have some dialogue. where uh, I teared he, up a little bit, actually. Did you? Yes, with the music what and everything. Softie. I was I, I was kind of like, wait, the gang wasn't invited? I mean... Well, I think... I don't know. It was weird when they walked in and she was, like, surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe was, she was, was just strange. wanting to keep it super simple and... Yeah see them all at the reception so brandon is like wait a minute wait a minute if your dad's here does that mean i'm out of a job and jesse's like no way man just move over one seat you're the best man yeah so So jesse is the one who called the parents and worked things out made it happen to come made it happen Um, are is any of jesse's family there his mom is there yeah his mom and his sister he right? has a he has this big family and only his mom and his sister so. yeah, showed up. Point. Yeah, they did. Like, why wouldn't that. he already have? Yeah, a, a best man. I don't get why they. I don't get why they felt they had to do this courthouse thing anyway. But I guess they just want to hurry. Does she got a bun in the oven? I, I don't know. Well, whatever. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, I guess the the courthouse thing makes sense for me for Andrea. It seems like she's like a. Let's just, you know, let's just get yeah. things done. Yeah. Let's not make a fuss about it. It's weird to have Andrea's parents just for this episode and really not do much of anything with it. Like, not even yeah. give Andrea's mom a line. That seems like an important character to cast, but I guess they were probably just like, man, we're never dealing with this again, so. Yeah. Oh, well. So, anyway. Um, all right. Last scene is at the Peach Pit, and everybody's dancing. Grandma Rose tells Kelly and Donna to either eat or dance and they're both like eat (laughs) (laughs) david thanks dylan again for everything he did and then we get brandon and brenda sitting at the counter and stewart walks in yeah and it's It's shocking we haven't seen him since they did that little dip at the end of the uh, las vegas episodes the last time we saw stewart and it really felt like we were never going to see him again yeah, so, so he walks in with this big bouquet of flowers and chocolates. She's facing away from the door, though, so she doesn't see. And Brandon's like, hey, what about Stuart, huh? And she Stewie. just like, starts going. She goes on about, like, she never wants to see that jerk again and blah, blah, blah. Finally, she turns around. She's so surprised to see him. He was apparently in South America, which yeah. is why he couldn't contact her, which I think is lame. Because I agree pick up a free I agree phone. yeah also they they broke up uh yeah. many months ago so you know yeah she learns that Jim and Cindy knew all along oh, that he was coming back Jim and, and Cindy she tells him that when he gets home if she if he sees a letter from her to uh burn not it. open it just burn, burn it. it yep burn it up Nat puts what is the actual name of this song do you know that he puts on the jukebox no I think it's a music replacement Really? It felt like it. Well, but they're all dancing to it, though. It's like a, a traditional Jewish song. Oh, oh, sorry. You know what I was thinking of um, earlier? Earlier when they're dancing, the, the background music, it, it just, it has words, but it's one of those like, love is happening in the beach bed today. But no, I think they play a Hava Nagila, <laughs> yes. right? Hava, yes, that's what it is. Hava Nagila. Yeah. So he puts that on the jukebox and everybody's uh, gets in the circle oh, yeah. and starts dancing with, uh, with Jesse and Audrey in the middle. Yes. And that's it. All right. Nice wedding. Nice where wedding. Nothing went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was cool. I'm really shocked that we just like they decided they were getting married and literally the next episode yeah they're married 
well, that's been the, that's been the status of their relationship this whole time. So yeah. I'm not that surprised. But uh, what was your 90210 snap in this episode, Kendra? I think I might have to give it to the the drug bust. The drug bust, yeah. At KDD's, yeah. That one is pretty hard to ignore. So I I will I'll Very co-sign nice. that. I will co-sign that. What All did right. you think? You think it held up? Uh yeah. I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I enjoyed the episode too. Same complaint that we've had many a times now. It's like all of a sudden where Stewart is back, and that's a thing. Yeah. Where we're pretending that... like we haven't closed the door on that. It's just very that strange. So strange to me. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think everything is sort of progressing nicely. Um, clearly, some characters like Steve and Brenda, poor Steve and Brenda, you know, just I know, really I, miss, had I know Steve do. is a jerk and we dealt with Steve being a jerk yeah. for many episodes, but I, I've missed. I have too. Him, so he's just a different he's Ian Ziering, like in Steve's character is just such a different energy than everything else mm-hmm. you have going on. And it's really nice to kind of throw to that every once in a while. And at this point he's being underutilized and he was trapped in a bad plot before, you know, with Laura and everything in the aftermath of that. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while since I feel like that character has been well used. And of course, Brenda, I mean, I think Brenda had more to do. She's had more to do in this episode, but it was still just kind of like reacting to things, you know, being like, Oh, that's, do you think that's a reflection of like what was going on in her I definitely do. Yeah. I think it was, yes. I think it was like, how do we manage this situation? Let's kind of keep her, segregated is certainly what it feels like to me yeah so all right uh kendra well guess what outside of the radio meanwhile network i'm the host of house things the official podcast and radio show of the david a howe public library you can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts the next episode of that as we record is going to be a special exclusive interview with best-selling author jt ellison talking about her new book her dark lies her dark lies. Her dark lies. Ooh. I learned in that interview that it's a take on Rebecca, the Daphne oh, du Maurier yeah, okay. novel. I've or the owned Hitchcock that book film. since I was probably 11 yeah. and haven't read it yet. Yeah, well. So I should get on that. You could also read J.T. Ellison's uh, update, her, her All right. dark lies. Yep. Maybe so, I will. Anyway, Maybe you I can will. find that over at soundcloud.com slash all the books or, as I said, anywhere you get your podcast. What about you, Kendra? Now, right away, I can see that you're wearing a 90210 shirt that you made. Heck yes. I, this is, this is not a video uh, medium here, but I'm using the 90210 notebook that you made me. Uh, with did. your crafting skills, Kendra, if uh, if the average Joe or Jane out there wanted to get some uh, official Kendra merchandise, how how would they go about doing that? Uh, well, I have a website, MsMusicBox.com, oh. where I post things. You can order things on there. I need yep. to just make a nine hundred two one zero like section I, of, I of the website. I agree. Um, yeah. But you can go and look at everything. Uh, that I've made there. Pretty exciting. And um, I also, I miss Music Box 91 online, and I host another podcast with my husband, Eric, uh, called 90s Music Got Me Like, where we uh, each week look at a different 90s song. Most recently, we covered Say My Name by Destiny's oh, Child. Okay. Uh, which is right on the cusp of 2000. Yeah. November 99. Oh, wow. But, uh, That's almost but a counts. We'll allow it. It counts. We'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so check that out, and we uh, we usually have uh, a poll every other week to choose the song we cover. All right. So uh, check that out over there. All right. Uh, you can join us next week right here on 902, and here we go as we continue our discussion with season four, episode twenty-one, "Addicted to Love." Might as well face it. I guess so. <laughs> 902, and here we go. 